Hello everyone, welcome back to The Only Podcast. I'm James West, co-founder of Only. Only is a network for people that like people and The Only Podcast is a showcase for the extraordinary people of Only. So we're going to look at the stories behind the business, we're going to find out about how our guests network and really find more about how they blend their personal and their work lives in a cohesive way. So I've got two very special guests with us today. This is a we've got a few firsts today, so regular listeners will know um, this is a slightly different format for the podcast. We just want to find more out about mm-hmm. the people, which is very much the ethos of only. We've never had two guests before. Good luck. I'm scared. <laughs> These two people I'm, are James, dynamite. I'm scared. You know. There we go. So I will introduce you formally. I'm going to have to read off of. A, I was going to say a bit of paper off of an iPad. It's the world we live in. Um, here comes the formal introduction to you two. So. Alan and Emily Braithwaite are the husband and wife team behind Yellow Tuxedo, where they help businesses stand out online. They've had respective careers covering a multitude of disciplines, Emily in event and people management, and Alan in senior management and brand growth. They both bring expansive business experience and pragmatism, nice word, to a marketing world which often gets lost in technology and a race for likes. Oh, makes it well, sound really good. Yeah, can yeah. we borrow that for our website? You can have it. That's Thank it you. now. That's the formal bit done. Welcome, <laughs> welcome to the only podcast. Thank you so much for having us. Truly you appreciate very, it. Very, very welcome. So let's start with the basics. Yellow tuxedo. It's a very intriguing name. We talk about digital biz- visibility. It's a really tricky word. Yeah, okay. yeah, tricky word. What is that all about? How did it come about? Oh, okay. okay. Right. So I'll start with the kind of why we're, where Yellow Tuxedo came from and you can get right. right. So, uh, yeah, Yellow Tuxedo, um, we've had a couple of businesses over the past decade and um, long story, try and keep it relatively short. We, one of our businesses is a wedding business, mobile glamping. We put bell tents up at parties, events, weddings, and uh, we would go to wedding fairs. Uh, you'd pay I don't know, 100, 200, 300 pounds to go to a wedding fair. Inevitably, they're out of the main season. So they'd be in the winter. We'd turn up with our bell tent, with a van full of stuff. We would be there putting it up. It'd get wet. No one would come and see us because we were outside. Uh, the wedding fair wouldn't have been, wasn't, wouldn't flow as well as it could flow. So, and we were like, what a waste of our time this is. Um, so what we did, we sat there one day and went, we're not going to do that anymore because that's what everyone in the wedding business was doing. We wanted to do something a bit different. So we went back to our previous skills. I've got a background in technology and everything else you mentioned and Emily kind of in everything she does. What's, what do you do? I have no idea. Yeah. I, worked, I worked for some um, for, for the Forestry Commission working in some of their larger public events and looking at all the marketing for that and I was in charge of a few million yeah. pounds worth of pro- I don't know why they put, gave me that much money to look after. It was I quite know, scary. Cool. <laughs> but what was interesting is one of the reasons we joined that kind of industry and started that business was to totally escape our mm. previous corporate world. <laughs> you know, I wanted to bang pegs in. I wanted the adventure of going to different places. I wanted to meet new people. And we were doing, and all of a sudden we were like, actually, we can't run away from that. We need to bring that well in and get it involved. So we moved all of our marketing online and, and we built an online presence, digital visibility, and we did all of that, optimized content, uh, macro, co- all these buzzwords we're going to throw out and kind of some of them we'll explain as the session go, podcast goes on. And uh, that's what we did. And, you know, we like to give an, an example of this is we have a video on YouTube and that video is called how to put up a five meter bell tent. And if you break that down, that video is not aimed directly 
directly at an ideal client because that our ideal client doesn't want to know how to put it up. They want to pay us to put it up. But we wanted to create brand awareness online in the digital world. So we have this video. Uh, it's on YouTube. It's on about 80,000 views over the past few years. Fantastic. You know, we're a small business. That's amazing. This is not, we're not after 10 million views. It's a we're short after, answer, I know, I know. We're after bits of content working for you. He didn't it, say the hint then, did he? I know, no, I know. I know. Oh, well, I've got to try and... Right, so I haven't got to the point yet. I know. So, um, and, and then, basically, we did this. That's how we marketed our business. Fantastic opportunities. BBC, ITVs this morning. Traffic to our website, through the roof, and everything else. Sorry, I've just not the microphone. And, and it was brilliant. One day, we're chatting with our accountant, and she says, you do know no one else knows how to do what you guys are doing. And we were like, well, that's really interesting because we couldn't work out why no one else was doing it. Mm -hmm. And uh, basically, Yellow Tuxedo was born then. Um, why is it called Yellow Tuxedo? Should I cover that as no, well? I'm going to cover that. You I do that one. I have a chance then. to speak Braithwaite. Oh, whatever. Um, to, to follow on that, it's basically we want to help small businesses to understand. I think there's a lot of noise out there, a lot of social media managers out there, a lot of gurus to tell you this is how you should grow this, and there's SEO, you should be doing this. And it's really noisy and it's really confusing. And for a lot of small business owners, they're like, I just want to run my business. I'm like, so we give prag like, pragmatic as the word you use. We're very practical advice. This is how you should do it. We, You know your why. You know why you want to do your business. We want to show you how to do it. So we give that, give that practical advice. That was a big thing for us, actually, wasn't it? We didn't want to, we didn't want to, you know, motivation inspiring was not top of our list. If we motivated, inspired by showing you how, fantastic. But we really wanted it to be the how, didn't we? And Yellow Tuxedo as a name. Um, Alan and I have been married for a, oh, nearly a decade. And um, Alan married me in a bright yellow suit. Yes. And it was the first wedding that I'd ever been to where it was nothing about the bride and <laughs> all about the groom. And that's kind of been the whole relationship since, really. Um, yeah. in the I need to point out, if you're listening, by the way, at the moment, they are both wearing <laughs> of yellow. Of we are. We always we're wear yellow. yellow. We have a yellow wash, um, you know. We have a lot of yellow in our house. But fast forward that 10 years, and it's about being able to stand out in the crowd, be able to wear a yellow suit in a sea of navy and black and grey, and do what you want because you feel comfortable to do that and you want to stand out. So that's it, what we it's, kind of... It's really do. important, isn't it? You know, stand out from the crowd. A lot of people, when we say that, they go, what, so I need to adopt a main colour in my brand and I need to jump around and be gregarious and all these other things like you guys. No, but what you need to do in a sea of businesses in your industry, you need to work out how to get your head above the parapet. Mm. And that's what we help people do. Find your equivalent. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So when did the penny drop? Was this pre-COVID that you developed Yellow Tuxedo or was so it in direct response? Yeah, no, like six about, months before. About six months before. So it was very lucky, especially with our other business, which kind of definitely fell down the, um, the hole in terms of COVID. But we already knew that we we're going to be working on Yellow Tuxedo. We were kind of very loosely helping support some businesses anyway because they were asking us a lot of questions. So we were supporting them that way and we developed Yellow Tuxedo. Yeah. Um, when we got into the thick of COVID, uh, we realised what we need to do is to support as many people as possible with the Digital Circus. The Digital Circus is our membership and we swiftly realised that so many people were suddenly finding themselves in an online space that was really scary for them because they worked in the field, they worked face to face. That's what they did. We had physiotherapists we were working with. We had musicians we were working with and they just didn't know what to do. So we- right. you, I think you glossed over a very big part there. Like just <laughs> uh, as we approached COVID, we had a summer season full of bell tent jobs, yeah. okay? We had a, so we knew Yellow Tuxedo was building up, but we had an entire year full of events, okay? And so just to be clear, at that point, you were taking on clients, so your typical kind of monthly retainer, yeah. awesome training for yeah. a, 
you know, for a business to learn yeah. or you yeah, do yeah. some of it for them? Was it that uh, model? We do a little bit of outsource, but we, we, we our, our joy, I suppose, comes from showing people. So the training side of it was coming. So we were doing a lot of one-to-one stuff and we were helping develop their strategies and showing them what to do. And we had a little bit of outsource sort of retaining work there, yeah. but it wasn't until the summer, was it? Yeah, the summer. So that Bay Lily Bell Tents died overnight. You know, mm. Boris did his announcement, our entire revenue for that entire year disappeared okay you know it's not that's why it's important to kind of add that so we had to we had two choices you know do nothing or keep making noise and build yellow tuxedo up so that's what we did um the outsource just going back to the outsource code that's really yeah we're happily to have outsourced clients you know it's really absolutely what they want but what we find is a lot of clients will come to us and go can't for instance can i outsource my seo to you and we'll have a discovery call and go, why do you want to outsource your SEO to us? And they go, well, we like you. We listen to your presentation. We want to outsource it because that's what we do as a business owner. Um, we then kind of dig away. And all of a sudden, they're going through a strategy session with us, an education day with us, where we show them how to do that, implement that into their workflow, understand what they were paying to outsource to someone else. But they've asked, a, and they go, right, so I need to add that into my workflow. We do this, blah, you know, blah, blah, blah. I hate doing blah, 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 because it sounds so dismissive and it's not meant to be. <laughs> you know, we show them those fundamentals. And all of a sudden, they don't want to outsource their SEO. And that's what we find is in this business world, you outsource this, you do that, you do this. And everyone says outsource, outsource, outsource. But sometimes, sometimes you are the best person to do mm. things in your business. No one knows your business like you do. You're the best person to talk about it. We're, and we're going to cover personal brands and everything else in a bit. So actually, why don't you work out how to do it more efficiently and understand what you're doing and then do it yourself. I think that's a big thing. So in terms of like, um, you go to a car garage, your, your car's broken, you get, you go to the garage, you have no idea if they fixed it or not. They give you a nice invoice at the end. Ultimately, if, as long as you understand what they're doing and understand you can make those changes and you can manage it a little bit more. Absolutely. If you need to outsource, outsource, but understand what they're going to do for you in the first place. The difference place. with a garage, though, you know that they're going to fix your car and your oh, car hopefully. will work. People, well, particularly home. with things like SEO, they, there's this, well, I need SEO done. Why? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Does your website convert any of that to money? Because yeah. if not, don't yeah. bother. You yeah. know? Yeah. And so it, that's yeah. the strategy and, bit. But then that's a great point. Yeah. How many people have websites that aren't working for them? Mm. You know, they, they don't know what their website's doing for them. They don't understand what's going on, what, where the traffic's coming in and where it's going out or leaving is better than going out and um, they don't know all that so it's like great outsource it if you want to but understand what's going what on what yeah, it should exactly. be doing yeah. for you how to get it. We, we are big believers that if you put something on the internet it should be working for you yeah. if you put a video on a picture a blog your website anything online it should be working for you and, and that's what we kind of show how people how to do so Digital Circus, when did that come in? That and came what out is that? In, in June. So that, that was a direct response to, oh my goodness, a lot of us are struggling right now and we don't know how to move online and they need something accessible. A lot of us lost our incomes. A lot of us weren't getting the support from Boris. A lot of us knew that we needed to show up. And the worst possible thing you could do at that time was to not show up. Yeah. And go, go, so we wanted to put something together that was allowing people to be for us to be accessible, for us to give as much advice as we could and that sense of community. And you know community, that's what you've built only on is the fact that we all have this collective kind of understanding of what we need to do to move forward. We're all circus misfits in our own way. We're all square pegs, round holes. We're all trying to fight for this common goal of showing up and having a really good business. So we created the Digital Circus to offer 
training support, accountability. And we've really, over the last year, as we build up to, we have a, a live event coming up this month. It's just a celebration of that we've all got through this last 12 months. We all understand that we have so much more potential there. And there's so much opportunity online when you know how. And I think yeah. that it's the, it's this, the being afraid of not knowing what's out there to, to play with, like podcasting for a great, we just had this pre-recording today. People want to do podcasting, but they think it's too far out of their remit. Yeah. And actually, no, you can just get started with a simple iPhone if you want to. And then obviously move yourself forward going on. And it's that allowing people the access to that knowledge to go, what can I do next to my business? I'm excited by my business. Let's grow further. Yeah, interesting. I don't know if you found this when you and Kelly started um, only. Now, it sounds crazy to kind of say this out loud, but the community part wasn't necessarily why we kind of started no. it, but it's been a really interesting kind of knock-on that everyone loves the most. They go, oh, I love being part of this. I love the community, the culture piece we know you're, you're big on as well. And and it's like, yeah, we wanted to give practical knowledge, how to, everything else. And actually the bits people love the most are the community and the accountability in it. And the, and just, we did um, first, uh, first sort of Monday, Tuesday of every month is uh, what we call the sideshow session. And it's getting ready for the month it's accountability what are you going to do the, yesterday's it was yesterday's we were uh we were, yeah whatever it was yesterday's um <laughs> it turned into basically just a big loving and a big support thing and, and everyone was going actually that's really what i needed today thank you so much yeah. and uh, you know it, there is a massive emphasis on just community the, and collaboration i agree i mean the thing that people buy or they think they're buying in the first instance most people go into networking in yeah. particular because they want to sell stuff yeah. yeah 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 who can i connect to or am i going to yeah. sell to but then over time if they do it properly they realize that it's the community aspect mm -hmm. it's the yeah. connections that are oh, the bit of value you try marketing that though yeah yeah that's yeah. one of our challenges because yeah. it sounds twee it just sounds like it's not tangible yeah yeah and, and the so the, one yeah. of our biggest things when we set up the digital circus is that we categorically did not want a facebook group and we've achieved a year so far without a facebook group because again we recognize we're all time poor we're all really really busy we all have enough noise going around and actually by all connecting on a facebook group we weren't actually connecting so we we're having a lot of our live sessions to have it and we we're encouraging yeah. people to go and talk to and go and create conversations actual real life conversations with other people within that and they've really appreciated that yeah there's More a practical so element to that as well isn't it like uh, the, uh, you know yellow tuxedo digital so all about digital visibility so if you and and this is nothing against Facebook groups, of course, but if you stay in your Facebook group, um, then why aren't you out there engaging with your audience? You know, we d we don't pander to the algorithm at any point no. in what we do. Mm. But if you're out there chatting in your DM and sharing stuff on your socials, then the algorithm, the platforms are going to see more of what you're yeah. getting up to. So why hide in your Facebook group? Um, now there are there are benefits to a Facebook group, of course, but when you're teaching digital visibility. We don't want people, we don't want them going in our Facebook group, if we had one, going, what do you think of this? I'm going to put it out next week. We want them talking to their audience going, what do you think of this? I'm going to launch it next week. Yeah. And and that's that, you know, we're very big on sharing your adventure with your mm. audience rather than kind of, you know, that sort of, um, I don't know, I've lost myself. I went off on one. I, I lost myself. That we need yeah. to move on to question two. <laughs> oh, we're still on question one, James. Yeah. We must have been here 20 minutes by now. <laughs> we have touched on this. Now. <laughs> Let's yeah. talk about the brand and how much a U2 is in the brand. Yeah. Why is that even important? Well, we, it's standard sales 101, isn't it? People do buy from people. And in terms of that brand, we are our brand. We we. We're wearing yellow now and it gets to that point of we work on our business every single day. It's like wearing a uniform or wearing a suit. You kind of you, you get you get work ready, you get content ready. So we wear a lot of yellow. We do things every single day. We're on the phone every single day. So we 
naturally now have a yellow wash. That's how we how it works, right? Um, I do, for the record, wear blue and red, and my favourite colour is mint green. Just saying. Um, Alan, <laughs> Alan's favourite colour was always yellow, and it's kind of how we adopted it. The kids wear yellow now. Um, it is funny. I, I, we have literally brainwashed our kids. Like now, when they were younger, <laughs> what's your favourite colour? Like blue. Now you ask them, what's your favourite colour? Oh, yellow, of course. <laughs> yes, brainwashed you. <laughs> but it's so funny, right? Because we, I put a photo up on, on Instagram the other day, and I was wearing a blue zip zip, um, zip up, and they was like, that looks so wrong. Why are you doing that? I, I don't feel comfortable. And it's that, it's that being comfortable with the brand and people expect their expectation, what they know they're going to get from you. We all know that Alan's the mouthy one. We know that Emily's going to give you the practical answer at the end of it. It's just how that's been built into it. And if you're trying to build a brand that's not you, that's really difficult. I have to say, like, so kind of touching on the us in the personal brand element of this. So business brands are fine. We, we, we can, you know, we can talk about very successful non-personal brands online and how they do it and everything else, right? However, the majority of people we hang out with are solopreneurs and small businesses, and we are constantly gobsmacked that they you can't find their name you can't you mm. don't see a picture of them and it's like hi I'm I'm a whatever so you're leading in the first person and xyz but where are you yeah you know and and we know people buy from people I'm I'm not going to be sold to by an inspirational quote mm. my interest may be piqued by an inspirational quote yes but I'm going to be sold by discovering you and understand you know no like trust and all these other salesy cliches that are true um you know so and personal brand is that and it's it's one of the things we like to teach is we talk about omni-channel presence. Mm. So all the platforms you're on should feel consistent and comfortable. So mm. there's no surprises. And 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 that's the same with your brand. You know, it's a, when you design your brand and it is more than just a color. You know, oh, we but, own yellow. But we we, we do. <laughs> we people send us pictures of yellow. We're like, yeah, we'll have that. Um, but but it, it's making sure that 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 I've lost my train of thought again. That brand, whatever you choose it to be is out there for people to feel comfortable and consistent yeah. with because you know no one likes feeling uncomfortable we all we all sense that kind of you know it's a legacy thing isn't mm -hmm. it that we think oh we need to portray ourselves as a corporate because that's what professionalism is and of course when you if you think of any brand that you do business with or you're attracted to it's always got personality in it yeah. even at scale even yeah. large businesses have that so we probably better move on from that <laughs> otherwise we'll never I'm move glad you on said back. that I literally had about 30 more things to say yeah. so let's, uh, let's aware of time frustrations with digital visibility using your terminology what what are the typical things that people get frustrated with um in I'm thinking particularly in terms of time yeah very efficient way to waste time is social media if, if you're not careful what are your tips to actually getting value from your time I think that's exactly right time management is, is key and we know that content and social media takes time and we struggle with knowing what to put out there when should you put it out there what's the algorithm going to say what's my ROI on that and we go down this whole rabbit hole and uh, we've discussed this before as well James in terms of you could spend 15 minutes a day on the platform you could spend six hours every day on the platform and have absolutely achieved absolutely nothing at the end of it um i think in terms of why and how you should be less frustrated is having purpose mm -hmm. understand why you're on platforms and i know we've, we've spoken to other um social media managers in the past about that having purpose and understanding about why you're on each platform um understanding that the re oh, the reason that you're showing up is because if you were, I don't know, in a, in a physical shop, if you're a shop owner and you have customers coming through the door, you would have conversations with them. We're now in an online space where we don't have a physical shop or a physical premises, but we still need to have conversations and we need to be connecting with our audiences. We need to 
for them to understand what we do, what we're doing to help people, you know, all of that kind of stuff that comes with being in a physical presence, just moving out into an online space and remembering that, and we're going to cover this a bit later anyway, social media is social. It's about having, it's just like your networking. It's it's networking in a social media space and shifting that mindset a little bit to yeah. go, I shouldn't be selling all the time. I should be connecting. We, we, we see that a lot, don't we? It's like, but I put a post up, it did nothing. So I've got bad ROI on that. And it's like, well, excuse me, what? Let's just, let's unpick that. Let's roll back mm. a little bit. So first of all, you're seeing social media is directly selling you should be seeing it as being social you should be seeing um you know let's take instagram because that's what one of the things we're going to talk a lot about um you should be taking instagram as though a place where you're going to share what you're doing what you've been up to um have chats with people thank them for coming and visiting your shop you know your your account you should be going can i help you can I answer any questions what's going on you should you know you should actively go and seek new people and go ah oh, fab i like this as well you know and, and people fundamentally forget that social media, as Emily just said, is about being social. They go, what do I do for the algorithm? I've scheduled this. I've structured this. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Schedule some time in your week, in your workflow. Yes. Go and enjoy it. Go and be inspired and share and, and you know, meet new people. That's what you do in networking. So why yeah. would you not do that on social media? But there's media? a comfort zone thing, isn't there? Because mm. if you say that to people and go, well, are you replying to the people? i give you a great example of this. On LinkedIn, I have a rule where if someone connects with me, I'll send them a message first to ascertain why they want to connect yeah. with me. Yeah. Because if I don't know them, what's the point in connecting won't get into the conversation about how that damages the <laughs> algorithm. But just from a social perspective, half of them never reply to me. Yeah. So what was the point yeah. in you? And you speak to people about this and you say, do you wait, make time to follow up the comments? And they go, well, no, because I've done the post. I haven't got time for the conversation. Yeah. But that's the goal. Th that's yeah. the goal. That's the bit you should be doing. There's a, there, you could basically grow on Instagram, right? By Because that's what we're using as our example. Don't okay. give too much in the podcast. No, I know. We have but you, you literally could post once a month and just go and chat. Mm. And, and you would be, uh, you know, I'm going to say successful, but that's such a broad term, isn't it? You, 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 would, you would do okay. I, that's even worse. You'll get attention, won't you? Yeah. Because people will, online all want attention. So if you give yeah. them attention... Yeah. Generally, they're going to pay attention yeah. to you, aren't they? But putting a post out is not the best way to get attention no. and, and to engage with your audience, you know, so mm. it's not. Let's talk about one of the main things about you guys, husband and wife yeah. team, myself <laughs> and Kelly, husband and wife team. What's that like? How does that dynamic work for you? Yeah. Was it designed, actually, is the first point there? Yeah. Did you design it yeah. to work together so we we he, he doesn't look no, sure well no, 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 no. I, I think we, there's two parts of the question we, we, we've like been, why we've and been married we for nearly a decade and we've been working together for nearly a decade it's kind of just how we're used to it being the reason we started working together was because in both our corporate lives we both literally on, on our honeymoon we had a phone call and Adam was made redundant and I swiftly followed and we had that kind of okay what do we do now do we either go back into corporate do we go and find another job and, and carry on with our careers or do we spend some time actually spending some time with each other and it was the best thing that could have ever happened to us. The fact that we had some time to stop. You know, you had a bit of gardening leave, which is always great. You know, thank you very much. It's amazing. Um, yeah. And then we thought about it. We wanted some sort of more grassroots kind of time together. Again, socialising out and about and working together. We do have a very good common goal and I, we've discussed it with, with you before with Kelly as well. We have a, we're very clear. We have very different skill sets. Very, very different skill sets. 
Uh, they know. They do. They are crossing over. Um, but we know why we're we doing ha- it. But we, we have a common part. goal. We know where mm. we're ending with this. And we know that in, in 10, 15 years' time, what we want to be with our family and our business and everything else. So it complements each other. So nice. we are used to working together. That's kind of all, all I know now. I forget about my old, old, old world because this is what we do. Um, yeah. But in terms of, yeah, we... We argue. Of course we argue. We we have we I have, have to say, the arguments stop relatively quickly because we understand our positions. In, and the, the, look, I'm going to be honest, we don't have a piece of paper that says, I do this and you do that. It's yeah. not like that, no. right? But we recognise who has what strengths. Mm. And we, we know, as Emily said, we have a combined goal. Yeah. So the fact we go, is this going to help us achieve our goal? No. Are you better than this or am I better than this? Well, you are. Okay, stop. Let's move on. Mm. You're right. You know, and and, that, and we do stop most arguments like that. So um, it's good. quite it's quite mm. good. What about the overall dynamic? I mean, talk about the roles because yeah. you've mentioned it there. Who does what? So, so <laughs> where do you decide so the called, line? We're called yellow tuxedo, and in a tuxedo, there's two parts: there's a jacket and the trousers. I'm definitely wearing the trousers, and, and Alan's definitely the, the showman Very with cute. the jacket. Yeah, it um, works. But it is, and Alan's he's he's a presenter. He's he's very. Or you say you're very extroverted and you are very good at making people feel really, really pumped up. That's what you do. You're, you're a motivator. Um, I'm more of the person who goes, okay, so this is your issue. How are we going to fix it? And I will step back and, and, I'll, and I'll deliver the training. I do a lot of the training side of Yellow Tuxedo, mainly because Alan gets so excitable yeah. that he's going, what can we do next? I'm Interesting. Like, My background is kind of technical support and helping yes. people and all of that sort of stuff and kind of standing in front going, let's fix this for I'm you. I'm the one who knows about um, SEO. So. But, well, yeah, but um, it, it did get to this point where I would just get a bit too excited and go, well, let's go do this next and type of thing. And we're like, well, hold on, let's let's do this properly now where this is business yeah. and it's our business more important even me being employed very different yeah. so, so Alan uh, and we've done strength side tests on that over the over the years Alan's main strength is strategic you know you, you are thinking about the next plan you are very detail led um, he's always moving our boat forward I'm the one who was st- Alan says I shoot from the hip I don't think I do well no we, this is where it crosses over so like I'm I'm like the overthinker so, so it's interesting so I'm an overthinker who's very creative so when I allow my myself to overthink the time if I go for a walk and go right that's my time I'm going to go and literally I won't listen to music because I want to think on this walk um, and and I will overthink stuff but I'll also come back with 10 ideas of what to do mm-hmm. next as part of that process so I am the slow overthinker but will come up with ideas very rapidly I know it sounds counterintuitive whereas Emily's a bit more of a let's just do that let's just do that and and it kind of balances out in the middle and allows us to bring our other strengths out Mm. Um, so I get to kind of deliver the keynotes and go, yeah, we can do this together. You can do this and follow that presentation. And Emily kind of, when you then deliver the kind of for the work for the clients, it then becomes a little bit more succinct. And uh, so it does sort of cross over and everything else. Where's the, the filter bit of, right, okay, great idea, but let's look at the practicality. Is that more you, Emily? Yeah. Yeah, okay. very much me. Alan, Alan, yeah, you you have thought it from start to finish within the nanosecond and you you know every last little detail I, of I that do, journey. It's, it's, I, I have that skill. Like if you say something, I'll have thought about it from kind of where we are now to fruition and back in a nanosecond. I don't, I just happen to it's be able to do Incredible, incredible skill. Yeah, I go, no, that's not going to work. But, um, but then Emily is the one who kind of will basically make it work, you know. Because so. <laughs> you speak to some husband and wives and they go, 
no chance. I could never work mm. with my spouse. What do you, do it, for you guys, is it a given because of your personalities or is it just the, the match of skills and the balance? I think it's important. the combined, I think it's, it's the girl. A bit of, okay. I, I think, well, husband and wife team, sorry. Mm. When, let, let, I'm going to paint a generalized picture. Mm. Husband and wife, family, young family, hard work, two separate jobs. They're not pulling in the same direction because no. one's trying to pacify their employer and what they do for the family unit. The other one's trying to pacify their employer and their family. Both think what they do is important within reason. I'm generalizing, you know, and and it, and it's not a combined family unit pulling in the same direction. The second, so therefore they go, I could never work with them because they're not currently working with them. Yes. You know, the second they go, let's achieve, I bet you when they go on holiday together, they're pulling in the same direction. I bet mm. you when they go away at the weekend or visit whatever they're visiting on a Saturday, they're working together and they'll form these natural roles of, I'll get the lunch ready, I'll get the car ready. Very gender specific, no, but you know what I mean? Sense. And all of a sudden you go, well, that's your skill, that's my skill, we're working in the same direction. Yeah. When you bring that into your life, into day to day, and you're working in the same direction on what you do every day, mm. you can achieve some great stuff. And actually, I quite like you. Yeah, you're all right. You're right. You're and, right. You score and high averages across the board. I think it's a bit sad, isn't it? We, we, we find our partner, we maybe get married, or we spend our life together, and actually, for a lot of your time, you're at work. And we, I'm at work, but I'm with my best friend at the same time. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. A bit soppy, Don't I know. Cry. Sorry, that's the last <laughs> no, time I'd be soppy. Yeah, no emotion, Emily. Pragmatism, please. <laughs> like... It's a fun adventure. And, yeah. and Alan's always, we're on an adventure right now. So why would I not be on an adventure with my best friend at the same time? And, right. and, and then retire in Hawaii. Great. Yeah. For anyone hearing funny noises on the podcast, that's me <laughs> pretending to cry. <laughs> I love that though. And the shared goal, I think that's important. You made yeah. a really good point there. So you both know this is where we're trying to get to. Therefore, mm. we might trip over and get in each other's way occasionally, but fundamentally we're trying to do the same thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's key, isn't it? Yeah. You mentioned family. Mm -hmm. You've got kids. Mm -hmm. yeah. Particularly, I feel like we've gone into lockdown and we've got less time. How did that happen? We should have more. <laughs> what? How do you get balance? This is really important within only. Yeah, so we have three children, uh, ages seven, five and three. Three, he's three now. He's yeah. three, um, and yeah, that's hard. It, it is. You know, they're, they're young children. They want all our attention. Lockdown happened, and we're like, okay, homeschool and everything else on top of it. And the way we got around that is actually, we when it came to homeschooling, we just threw the book out, didn't we? And we we decided to do it our own way yeah. and what was best for our family. And the fact that they are very good. Our kids are amazing. They understand what mummy and daddy do for work. In fact, our eldest has started her own little business. Her seven-year-old started her own little business. Relax with Lydia Rose. Relax with is Lydia that Rose. Is yeah, that's yeah. so she. She really. Absolutely. We, throughout lockdown, we were doing maths on Zoom and I was saying, nope, not doing that. I have not got any kind of brain space for that. So we did a whole session on profit and loss. It and was. It was they wanted, she wanted to do a lemonade stand in yeah. lockdown one. So we did the P&L of a lemonade stand <laughs> so you could work out how <laughs> to buy toys. more toys. That's what we did. And uh, that evolved yeah. and kind of into Relax with and, and, she's done, and they are really, really great. And ultimately, our, in terms of our hierarchy of, of what we think is important, our family are always top of the tree and they will always have to be. You know, we, things happen all the time and being both parents in the business together you know we are very aware that things can change very rapidly and things might have to, to you know adapt but our kids are amazing we love we do what we do so we can spend time with them and lockdown to an extent was great for us because we got to spend more time with the kids yeah. I, I know I loved it I loved yeah. it we were sad when they went back to school and even if we were working at 6am and 10pm because our why, because we know why we're doing it, which is our kids. So if I have to spend more time with our family, if I get to spend more time with our family and our kids and I have to work at 6am, 
I work at 6 a.m. Mm. Yeah. You know, no issues. No, and if I'm still working at 10, no issues. What know? a good thing to teach your kids. Mm. I don't know about you guys, my upbringing. I didn't have a clue how to run business. I did business studies at school. Yeah. I felt like I learned nothing yeah. about running a business. <laughs> so for your kids, yeah. they're seeing it in front of them and how you get that balance. I mean, yeah. this could be a whole separate podcast episode yeah. about my, my thoughts on the education system, but they don't teach you how to... We're trying to... to keep our strong opinions to ourselves today. <laughs> but, you know, ed- education isn't the, the, the right path for everyone in that traditional sense. And I think uh, our kids actually thrive during lockdown and they've learned from us and they've, they're great with it. Lydia is on her YouTube channel as well. It's hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. Well, but how many one, views we... have I had, Mummy? Yeah. Well, it's Not a private council. <laughs> <laughs> we did lockdown one. We did Lydia Rose's Adventures, didn't we? Yeah. And, uh, and it's interesting, our, our second we do need to you know, yeah. our second isn't as 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 uh, I like the word gregarious actually I like it for its positive connotations <laughs> Lydia Rose is like but a Lydia Rose is very gregarious Ben um, the middle one isn't as much and Joseph will be a force to, he's the youngest I was the youngest of three I'll go figure um, and, it, and it is interesting but also Ben you can see him becoming I don't know if confidence is the right word, but it will do for the sake of this. He's become more confident in these sort of outgoing extroverted practices. But interestingly, I would also say Lydia Rose, our older child, is more of the introvert. She needs that me time. But when she's out there, she can, you know, she can... Doodle, she loves it, doesn't she? she does. We went off on a complete tangent. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I think you've answered it because you've, you've managed to blend it together. And I think that's the reality now. We used to talk about work-life balance and now it's all one and the same, isn't it? It is one and it? the same. Fascinating point. That could be a podcast episode in itself. Yeah, we... we there is no work-life balance. No. It's life for us. We love our job. We love what we do. We love our kids, our family. It is one. We work out how that works in our workflow throughout seven days of the week. That's what happens. Mm. You know, so, uh, yeah. Sounds like a dream. Oh, like some okay. yellow dream. It's hard work. Let's not beat around a bit. Hard work, but yes, it's a yellow dream. I'm, I'm a big believer on your death. When you're on your deathbed, are you going to go, oh, I'm so glad I got up at five to go to that sales meeting in Plymouth, like I used to do, which had no bearing on my life, wife, family, bonus, etc. Or are you going to go, oh, I played with my kids and uh, I came and chatted to James and Kelly and we did this and that's what I'm going to want to do. And, you know, we make some money along the way, fact of life, we have to grow a business and we've got goals and everything else. But yeah, it's, it's, it's not fun is our number one KPI. So That's a great way, place to end, yeah. I think. <laughs> if people want to contact you, website. Yeah, you can follow us on yellow.cdo.co.uk forward slash links and that will take you to every single place across the internet that we are. So yeah, answer. Yeah. Guys, thank you so much pleasure. for your time today. It's been fantastic. Always a pleasure, James. You're a lovely man and we love hanging out with you. There we go. <laughs> I'm so good, sorry. Good ending. <laughs> don't be, don't apologise. <laughs> thanks, everyone. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching to The Only Podcast. Please like, subscribe, share, and we'll see you again next month. Don't just ruin the ending. Oh, I thought I added to it. Sorry. <laughs>